0: Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 93.9, the Eagle 950, KWS, John Marsh, along with Brad Jones, Missouri Director, NFIB, Producer Hannah, Brian Howsworth, along as well. State Senator Mike Burns, Ketter in with us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Senator... Nothing new, I guess, at the
1: State House, right? You just have been putting, sitting back with your feet up on the desk. Good morning, John. Good morning, Brad. <laughs> Good morning, Senator. Good morning, Hannah. And Brian's there somewhere too. He's hiding Good. out here. Good morning. Uh, well, <laughs> we sat uh, with our feet up for eighteen hours, if that's what you call sitting with your feet up. The other night, we started at four on Monday and went till ten o'clock Tuesday morning on uh, filibuster on uh, IP reform. And the uh, the super minority wanted to go to IP reform first. They wanted to do that first on the calendar, and they you know they were holding up gubernatorial appointments not for any reason but just because. And and we said no, we're going to do goobies first, and then we'll do IP. And that's exactly what happened. We did goobies first, and then we're going to do IP. But they still claimed victory somehow, even though they didn't get anything.
2: <laughs> well, you've got you've got two of them uh, on the calendar, and I was I was kidding you. You've got a bill there on the calendar. It's our unemployment bill that we've worked on for uh, a decade. It's uh it's got a long and storied history. The bill that you've got. <laughs> yeah, I've
1: talked about this for several years, uh, uh, and most people have probably heard the story before. But if you haven't, uh, Lieutenant Governor had this bill, and he actually got it passed. Uh, then Governor Nixon um, vetoed this bill, and then they tried to override it in a special or ex- veto session or something. And the court said we couldn't do it like that, and we've been in limbo ever since.
2: Yeah. Well, you've got you've got two huge issues. You've got FRA, and you've got uh, the the initiative petition bills ahead uh-huh. of yours. And I told John, I said, "Well, yeah, Mike's got a bill up, but." We'll see what uh, what month it is that maybe we get a chance to, to yeah. at least debate it may, that on the floor a
1: little bit. Maybe while before we get there, uh, you know, like I said, we've been talking about initiative petition reform, and we actually passed a version of it last year. We have a, a it's different this year. We actually are going to go with uh, the fifty plus one, you know, constitutional majority, and then also. The preferred version right now is to go with the five of the eight congressional districts. So um, it's not, we're going to, I think last year we had where it was 57% or something, uh, and we raised that threshold, but uh, this year we're looking at uh, the, the congressional districts uh, and leaving the, the 50.1, 50 what, plus one. Wasn't
2: there some discussion about? About some percentage of the legislative districts,
1: yeah. So there's there's many versions of it. You there were could, twelve bills. Yeah, last you can change the you know the fifty percent plus one to fifty five or fifty seven or sixty or something like that. But then there's also a version where you do it by house districts, and, or you do it by senate districts. And the problem with those is I'm not sure they're constitutional because, say, a house district house district is a hundred thousand people their variance is uh five percent so you could have 95,000 in one district and 105,000 in a different district and so I those aren't the same ratios and, and congressional districts are the exact same number in all eight districts except for one there's only one extra in one of the districts it's like 769,369 and one of them plus 1 on plus the other one. on the 8th district. Yeah. So they're uh, more even divided.
2: Well, John and I John and I were talking and I said uh when this hits the floor, you know, the Democrats for the most part have been sitting back and watching the uh quasi implosion of the Senate and probably having coffee and you know, but at they will get engaged, will they not, when the initiative petition, uh, bill hits the floor? Uh,
1: absolutely, unless we're fighting amongst ourselves again, but I would think so. So the other night, when I told you we were there for 18 hours, Senator Igo was, uh, coming up with different versions of the gubernatorial appointments. He took them like in, he did, if there was like 36, he took like 18 of them and said, here, you know, take this list. And we voted that down. And then the first person he called on, was uh, senator may from st louis and he said i see you voted against my proposal who do you want to pass through gubernatorial appointments and she said uh... francis slay so you know he always says that we vote with the democrats and the first person he called on was a liberal democrat and one of the more liberal mayors that we've ever had he wanted to add him to the list and so i said something to senator rizzo and I said, "Aren't you going to say anything about those guys working with the Democrats?" And he goes, "I haven't spoke yet, and I'm not going to speak until I have to." He, I mean, they, like I said, they haven't done anything; they don't need to.
2: Well, Senator Rizzo was on the committee that heard all of the initiative petition bills. Yeah, and he was very candid in, in saying, uh, "Why don't we cut through all this? Tell us which of these bills is it that we're going to take to the floor." Basically, which one is it? the Freedom Caucus endorses, and that's the one we're going to. He was getting kind of he was getting kind of riled up, and I, and I kind of get his point. Yeah. I mean, you had all these flavors, and it's like, all right, why are we wasting the time? Let, let's get let's get to it here. Let's get to the one that, that we think we're going to at least uh, some of the Republicans are going to get around. So yeah,
1: they like to you know say they're more conservative us or more Republican us, which isn't true at all um you know the other i guess the first two weeks of session they had a a proposal to slow the bills down and and then the second week they had a proposal to speed the bills up i mean they're just you know they're not serious at all and senator Igo said you know i can't believe the democrats didn't vote with me on this proposal to slow things down it would help the democrats well the democrats are more serious about legislating than the super minority is I mean, that's just the truth. You know, they don't care about what happens. They don't, you know, they don't care about leadership. They don't care about the other senators. You know, they're all they are majority rule. You know, that's not their game. Their game is to, you know, call us out and pretend like we're rhinos and get hits on Facebook. Cause I think part of it too is because of uh, term limits. You know, they got to find somewhere else to go. I think you heard about somebody say something, I don't know Scott Fawn or something about, People don't want to leave Jeff City. It is amazing the people, number of people that don't want to leave Jeff City. You know they got to find something else to do. So all those guys are running for higher office, and so that's their way of getting attention: is to, uh, is to you know pretend like they're more conservative than we are.
0: Senator Mike Burns, get her with us from Mid-Missouri on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Senator, we had uh, Cindy O'Loughlin, leadership from the Senate, on with us the other morning, and we asked her about the nuclear option and the use of PQ, the previous question. She, you know, she kind of danced around it a little with us, not to take anything away from her, but she sort of harkened back to the traditions of the Senate and all of her response to that. Is that an option? Is that something? We don't see that very often go yeah. down in the Senate
1: yeah that's always an option it's uh i've you know i've been there um going on my sixth year and i've never signed a pq that's not you know the senate's not supposed to operate like that you know it's free and fair debate um i've never signed one um it depends on the issue i guess if i would sign one or not but i haven't signed one yet we actually had a couple years ago senator cunningham had to come all the way from home he went home for some reason he had to come home come back at two or three in the morning to sign a pq because i wouldn't sign it I'm like i'm not signing the pq you know we just need to work this out you know i want to work things out but we have another group of people that don't want to work it out they just want to you know trash talk us they're kind of like i used to play basketball and till covid then covid kind of shut our basketball down and you know we'd have these guys that would say you can't stop me you know my shots better than yours whatever people it was probably in a different language than that (laughs) But, but you know that's what they do like you know they just say they're more conservative and everybody believes them like just let your let your actions you know speak for yourself we don't have to hear about what you're doing and how you're more conservative than us just let your actions you know show what's going on and that's not what they want to do
2: well i've i've been doing this a while and i have seen oh man four or five pqs maybe yeah in my entire career and normally uh the course of action for pqs is at least you do them uh the last week in you know so that because it blow. is the nuclear option. Yeah, the Nothing nuclear. comes after that. No. But I've never seen one in February. And yeah, if no. you're going to get an IP bill over there, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but, the, uh, but that is a way that it could get over there.
1: Yeah, so the Democrats last year let us pass IP reform. I don't get the sense that they're going to let us pass IP reform without a, a, a fight. And then, you know, I was telling you about Senator Cunningham coming from home and signing sign a pq um and then the bill that we pq'd the democrats on the house didn't even take it up so you know it was a wasted move but well that brings up another question
2: okay let's say you get you're going to get ip you get it through the senate yeah what kind of reception do you think it's going to get when it gets to the house
1: well uh, i mean i think the the majority of them are in favor of IP reform, too. They might not agree with the version that we give them, but I think the majority... I don't know. Have they had hearings on IP in the House? I don't know that they have. Yeah, I don't know that they had either. I, I heard there was something that you know they were waiting on the House to do. The Senate was waiting on the House to do, and I heard uh, Representative Plocker canceled the hearing. Whatever it was, I can't remember what issue it was, but he's like, you all do it first. We're not going to do it, and, you know which i don't blame him there's no reason for them to do much you know if everything's uh going crazy over on the other R side well yeah. yeah well
2: when you yeah when you when you're you, from the house standpoint you're like uh well if my bill is going to enter the black hole as soon as it goes right. across the rotunda uh well, what's the point you know, what's the point yeah i, I do know yeah
0: well, Mike, before we let you out of here, a uh, big issue. Company town, 14,000 state workers in Jefferson City, thousands of more in Columbia at the university and the Med Center and all. What about state worker pay we heard from the governor?
1: So I was very excited. The governor, you know, recommended a 3.0% uh, pay increase for state employees. I stood up and cheered that. Uh, I'm going to try to work with the uh, Senate appropriate. Appropriations Chairman, Senator Huff and see if we can't get a little more for our state employees. I know they said I think the governor mentioned that we gave them a twenty percent raise over the last few years um, I've actually had to raise my employees pay probably twenty five percent over the last few years, and so I think they're still deserving of more, so i 'm going to work with him and see if we can't get state employees more. <laughs>
0: Mid-Missouri Senator Mike Bernsketter with us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Well, Mike, we'll let you get back to the, the business of the people at the State House. And heck, who knows what the week will bring
1: at yeah, the Missouri knows? Senate? <laughs> who knows? You're right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks, Brad. You bet. Thanks, Senator. Coming back, we'll talk to
0: Congressman Blaine Lutkemeyer after eight o'clock. And we heard from him once already about